construction, golf news, equipment, travel, interviews, course profiles, and more. Your weekly fix of all things golf is about to begin. It's the Flagstick Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. Well, here we go, folks. Another episode of Flagstick Podcast with Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod brought to you by TaylorMade with Stealth. They have pushed the past the limits of titanium and introduced us to the world. They introduced the world to carbon wood age. Uh, so how far are they willing to take it? Well, let me tell you, way past far and into forgiveness, introducing the all-new Stealth 2 Plus, combining the elements of speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. Visit tailormadegolf.ca to learn more. Uh, before we get started there, just make sure that you are following us across all social media networks, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts to get these audio versions of the podcast. And we really do encourage you to subscribe on our YouTube channel, uh, like us, and click the notification bell to make sure you never miss a single episode uh, content, like daily content. The uh, Ask Flagstick is is getting very popular on there. Uh, we'll have some instruction up there soon. Contests are going to begin. Finally got my uh, my product is on the way woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Uh, from uh, Cleveland and Srixon as well. So um, as well, we'll have some tailor-made product in there. So lots of good stuff for you to win. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. Also, also, yes, also, not only follow us, share. Yeah, if, you've share. Got go- if you've got golf friends, Are you let selfish? them know. Yeah, exactly. Don't share. <laughs> um that's a a lot of people that's how they're talking to me and saying that that's how they hear uh friends are hearing the podcast and saying hey you know what um got a little bit of a regional bent obviously got some canadian content got some great guests and they're sharing with their friends their golf buddies and saying hey you know what you've got some time in the car you're spending some extra time on youtube um just share it with them and uh we appreciate that and we totally understand because i have had some people say you know i love the podcast but uh and it'd be cool to watch you guys chatter back and forth but you know it's it's hard to watch the podcast on youtube i totally get that uh and it doesn't matter where you you can watch it if you want you can listen to it if you like we encourage you to subscribe to the youtube channel not just because of the podcast but because of the other stuff that we put on the youtube channel uh, yeah, so it's kind of a combination of everything. And and last I checked, you don't have to listen or watch the whole podcast in one fell swoop. You can no, watch it in 10-minute I mean, increments if you yeah. want. I don't know about you as far as habits are concerned. I mean, I watch a fair bit of YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I just, you know, I watch part of a video and stop and then, you know, go back and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, people, um, you know, we're not a five-minute show. That's just the way it is. No, we got too much to talk about. Yeah. We like yeah, hearing ourselves thing. talk. Um, <laughs> Some people, yeah. maybe. It's crazy. It is what do we crazy. got going on today? Um, today is kind of a, well, <laughs> today could be a technical day. All right. We'll leave it at that. I don't know. We'll leave it what at about, that one today. I don't know what today is going to bring. <laughs> it was raining this morning when I, you know. Um, Did you guys not get frost no. yesterday up in no, Ottawa? For people, for, for people that don't know or are not aware. Jeff is in our corporate headquarters in Ottawa, <laughs> and I am down in Kingston, Ontario. Uh, that way, we can cover the region as it as it is. So yes. occasionally, we have quite different weather. Uh, Jeff's snow tends to last a little bit longer; tends to get a little bit hotter in the summer. I get the cool breezes by the lake. So when I'm asking him about frost, it's because he's north of me. 
There we go. I don't recall. Maybe there was frost that morning. I mean, I'm up well, there, early. There was a warning. There was a I'm, warning. I'm up early. Morning. So it's not like, oh, you didn't see the frost because you just got out of bed at 11. No, I'm yeah. up pretty early in the morning, people. Um, and I didn't really notice any frost. So, I mean, maybe I, I there saw, was. I, but... Yeah, I saw a couple of frost delays posted by uh, a couple of golf courses, which uh, I should say that is a great way to make use of your social media for golf courses. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, constant updates different things that you're doing real-time stuff that, that's a, a great way to do it so kudos to those golf courses that are uh, making use of their social media now to uh, get out things like prostolase yes indeed lots of good ways to use social media it doesn't just have to be about uh, spreading rumors and posting memes yes um okay look at we got uh, we do have a great show lined up for uh, for everybody this week as we always do um on the front nine, we're going to uh, we're going to get the reaction. Uh, we're going to talk about the reaction to the return of the flagstick shootout. Yeah, uh, which uh, has been gone for a while and now is back. Uh, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about the reaction and uh, from that, uh, we're going to play we're going to play a game <laughs> of this or that. I'm not going to get into describing what this or that is, but it seems from what I've looked ahead in our show notes to see what it's all about it seems like it's uh, certainly going to be an interesting conversation it should be fun it should so be fun. you know we do like to try to do a little bit of fun stuff uh yeah. that's on the front nine uh, as well as update you on a few little tidbits of news on the back nine we're going to um uh, we're going to play an interview that scott did with uh, uh golf canada ceo lawrence applebaum recently um really good interview um i'm not i'm gonna say that i say that after you after every time we play an interview i say that was a really good interview but this was a really good interview and lawrence is a very interesting person a very smart guy uh met him on a number of occasions myself you know him a lot better than i do but uh great interview um i think uh i think everybody will really enjoy uh the conversation and some of the things that lawrence had to say so uh we're going to do that on the back nine but as always, you can't play the back before you put. Well, that's stupid. You can play the back nine before the front sure nine. Sure, you can. We're not going to. We're like to do things in sequence. So, uh, scratch that. Scratch that. We're going to hit the front nine first anyway. Presented by Metcalf Golf Club, a natural setting, a pleasant challenge. Golf season is here. Do not wait. Save now on all your golf this season. Uh, buy a membership um, or get on a wait list for a membership. Join a league or purchase some game packs. Game packs are an awesome way to save some bucks on your golf all year long. Uh, get those game packs and get ready to hit the first tee this season. Visit MetcalfGolf.com to shop now. Uh, all right, let's just dive into the front nine a little bit with some yeah, get some sure. news items out of the way and, and some things that have been going on. The OVGA Junior Spring Classic, sponsored by the Optimist Club of Nepean, was last weekend at the Meadows Golf and Country Club, not too far away from our corporate head office. <laughs> uh, Scott, what, what happened out there? I mean, I, I, there's a lot of divisions in this Optimus yeah. Uh, event. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know what? Here's here's the thing. Uh, tournament season's here. You know, a lot of oh, golf courses are just getting open, I should say. we even I even had an email last night uh, about one course that was just getting open today. Hammond was getting open today. So the uh, course opening calendar is still valid. Uh, there's still a few golf courses, just uh, some stragglers getting open. But we've already got some tournaments starting to happen here. So uh, at the Meadows, I guess, uh, you know, the biggest highlight, and thanks to Jim Davidson from the OVJ, from their, uh, their junior course, uh, coordinator getting all information to us uh their team was great 
but the big highlight was uh, Chase Jerome, who uh, actually who plays out of the Royal Ottawa. He actually had a hole in one on the nice. number seven East course in the final round. And uh, he's just 13. And uh, he actually played up a division, uh, shot 144, even par for the two days, took the juvenile boys title and the overall boys title. So that's pretty impressive for Chase. Um, on top of that, our other winners were uh, Yari Zhu. I should really try to pronounce this properly and find out exactly the right pronunciation. I think that's right. Because I think it is, but I'm going to find out from uh, from them because uh, this is a constant. They're playing very, very well, and I need to know their name. To At least I know how to spell it. Um, one out of the Ottawa Hunt won the Junior Boys. Uh, Landon Von Loon uh, of Upper Canada won the Bantam Boys. Jack Sample of Rivermead won the Pee Wee Boys. Uh, Mackenzie Cloutier of Le Blaine won the Junior and Overall Girls. Uh, Xinyang Zhao from Rivermead won the Juvenile Girls after a one hole playoff. Uh, Amelia McFarland of Riverbend won the Bantam Girls. And Florence Ho of Ottawa Hunt won the Pee Wee Girls. So, congratulations to all the winners. And uh, congratulations as well to the OBGA and getting their uh, their junior tournament season off to a great start. Speaking of junior tournament season, um, highlight of the uh, of the junior tournament season, if you will, uh, the Loyalist Junior Showcase is coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, as we're recording this on a on a Thursday, it's this weekend. The Loyalist Junior Showcase at the Loyalist Golf and Country Club down near Kingston and Bath area. Um, yes, we're very happy to be a, uh, a sponsor of that event this year. Um, and uh, it's been going on for quite some time. They run a, an amazing junior tournament down there. Uh, a very good competitive tournament, but also a very good introductory tournament for junior yep. golfers. So, cause I know Brandon did play in it one year. My youngest son, Brandon played in it one year, had a great time. Um, very accommodating to the younger kids mm -hmm. and very competitive for the older ones. Yeah, a wide range of golfers here. I uh, just saw the tee sheet today. Um, really goes from, uh, you know, golfers who've never played tournaments before to, you know, experienced players who play in provincial championships. So it's a wide range. Uh, 61 uh, players, I think I saw on the sheet. Uh, I dropped by there on Monday. Uh, you so generously donated some head covers for all the kids in the field, which they totally appreciated. Uh, and the event's getting some good support from uh, TaylorMade and Ping as well. Uh, dropped by, saw, high, uh, saw Jeff and, and Austin, uh, Jeff James and Austin. James, the two professionals there, uh, they're ready to go. Uh, looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to have a good field out here. Practice rounds are tomorrow on Friday, and then the uh, tournament rounds are Saturday and Sunday. So uh, good luck to all the players there playing in the Junior Showcase. Now, a familiar uh, name, a familiar face uh, in the news um, um, from the hockey world, uh, mm -hmm. but, but hockey to golf. Um, yeah. Ottawa Senators uh, Claude Giroux yep. um, was named the honorary chair and has received a sponsor's exemption to participate in this summer's uh, PGA Tour Canada uh, Canadian Commissioners Ottawa Open, the inaugural Ottawa yep. Open. Um, and uh, Claude Giroux, better known for setting up and scoring goals, also a very good golfer, uh, for those that don't know. Uh, is going to be uh, participating um, mm -hmm. at least Thursday and Friday. Yeah, and we'll exactly. see what happens. I mean, I'm, yeah, maybe 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 uh, maybe he drops a whole whack of birdies and and makes it through till the uh, till the weekend. Wouldn't that be cool? 
Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, there's uh, obviously there's a, a trend of, of um, you know, NHL players taking part. Going back, you know, Eagle Creek Classic back in the days. Yeah, I mean, Grant, Grant, Fuhr. Grant, Grant Fuhr obviously played in that. Uh, shout out to Grant Fuhr, who uh, is a ardent follower of ours on Twitter. Go back and forth with him a fair bit. He loves his golf. Um, but yeah, Claude, who's uh, played 1,100 games in the NHL. Uh, I guess most people would maybe be familiar with him related to golf from his injury 10 years ago when he was playing and broke a shaft and it actually stuck him in his hand and actually he was out five six weeks he had surgery that's why a lot of people would affiliate Claude Giroux with golf um but yeah you know what um obviously he's a he's a face in the community uh spent a lot of time here obviously uh developing as a junior uh hockey player and then obviously now with uh, the NHL and lives in Canada so um yeah that's going to bring some uh some basically some profile uh, I could certainly that. relate to breaking a shaft in the middle of a swing. Yeah, but his didn't hit him in the head. No. I think I think he maybe he would have rather it did. Yeah, probably. He would stick you, stick you in the hand. I mean no need I'd rather take the smack in the melon, maybe a yeah and a mild concussion out of that. Not nothing too serious. Yeah. Actually, you know, I've got one more ad here, not sure. in the notes yeah. for a news standpoint. Uh the East Coast Pro Tour is actually in the area this week. They're actually as we record this, they're they're playing the second and final round at Black Bear Ridge for the new Quinty Classic. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just follow us if you want to see the updates uh on that. But uh I think the leader Freddie D'Angelo was four under. Uh through round one if you look at the scores you would definitely see that black bear is showing its teeth there's a lot of fine players in there including you know like a drew nesbitt who went on the pga tour la lots of uh players with canadian tour experience and uh yeah there's not many that are under par so uh should uh, wrap up nicely uh today and then um two less than two weeks i guess two weeks from now just after the uh the shootout which we'll uh we'll get to uh shortly um the toronto players tour is in the quinney region they're playing an event at uh, uh trillium wood so uh cool to see the uh you know the smaller tours um heading into this region and, and i know the toronto players tour has got to stop i believe at greensmere this year i'll get the date for that and we'll talk about that on a future podcast cool um so first off um the flagstick open is yeah. uh I guess we're a little over a week away now. Yeah. And um I mean we're ready to go. I you yeah. know it's it's Exciting. it's funny. It's like I mean we are getting that it is that time now, you know, two yeah. weeks out as always. Um Ins we get outs. some cancellations, the wait list starts to drain a little bit. Those on the wait list are excited because they're getting in. Those that I, have to cancel I, are disappointed. I saw, Matt, because... I saw Matt Horton the other day. I okay. like, hey, I think you're close on the list. He's like, I got in. <laughs> he was all excited. So, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I always it's always exciting that guys that really want because the guys are emailing. There's guys on the waiting list that don't that just sit on the waiting list and wait. Yeah, and, and you know they're very patient about it, and they might be way down. Um, guys that are really wanting to get in that are emailing me all the time saying, you know, have I moved up the list? Have I moved up? Because we don't really talk right. about who's getting in and uh, the wait yeah. list and who's canceling. But um, there's been about half a dozen cancellations or withdrawals, I guess we'll call them. And yeah. that just opens up the door for the very yeah. long wait list to somewhat depleted, which we're quite happy and fine to to do. Yeah. Um, talk to Jerry Bauer, who's taken over for Rich McLean as the uh, – the uh, head rules official, um, and uh, he's going to be going out next Friday to uh, paint 
mm-hmm. lines on the golf course. Uh, so um, that's going to be getting done. Set up. We'll probably start doing next uh, on Friday night, um, I would think. Maybe Saturday morning. We'll see. It's uh, probably Friday night just because there's a lot of a lot of sure. goodies that have to be um, displayed. Transported, yes. Um, all the product is here. All the prizing is here. All the registration gifting is here. I can tell you that the registration gift is going to include a, uh, they call a players, tailor-made players backpack, yep. uh, which is a little smaller than your typical big school bag. Uh, it's a smaller uh, smaller backpack, but uh, there'll be an Adidas golf shirt in there, an Adidas cap, really cool cap. Um, and uh, sort of a little different with the golf balls this year, we're going to be giving, we're going to be providing sort of a sampling of um, of multiple uh, tailor-made brand golf balls as opposed to just a dozen TP5s nice. or a dozen TP5Xs. Yeah. There'll be a little bit of everything that they can pick from um, to make up a dozen. Um because we wanted to kind of expose them to all different uh, types of brands to try yeah. out. So, so a big, big shout out there to, to TaylorMade and, and Adidas for their, you know, continual support of this event. It's huge. Uh, yeah, their they're, uh, their teams are quite excited about it. Um, it's important to them to reach out into the community and reach these players, uh, especially the ones that are playing in, you know, competitions. So they, we'll call them, you know, I, I will call them serious golfers, but we're, we're talking committed golfers ones that really yep. play the game really enjoy the game and uh you know uh, obviously you know without sponsors it would be difficult to run oh. the events that we do for sure it, it would be like honestly i'm not going to say that it would be impossible but no but you it can't makes it much you, you just can't provide the the kind of things that we provide i mean it just wouldn't tournaments wouldn't look like this because it would no. cost too way too much money to run yeah. Um, if you had to provide this kind of registration gifting and this kind of prizing at this kind of venue with this kind of meal, like this whole kind of experience that comes with the flagstick shootout and and what will and what happened and with the, the two ball sure. and yep. what's coming with the flagstick shootout uh in the in the summer. You know, we need the sponsors um mm-hmm. and uh, to be able to do that. And we're very fortunate that we've got really, really good partners with our events and we're able to 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 provide that for the players. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's coming. The draw will be um, probably next uh, midweek next week. <laughs> That's uh, always the next question. That's the DMs I get yeah. all. And week. then it'll change about when's the draw? When's a hundred times after yeah. I make the initial draw. Um, some requests have been put in for the uh, for the Saturday round, which we'd usually try to accommodate for traveling and yep. and whatnot in round one. Round two, all bets are off. It's all by score by flight. So. You got no choice. You play with who you play with. Um, okay, so that's ready to go. Looking forward to it. Um, the flagstick shootout. Flagstick doctor shootout. Obviously announced it last week. Yes, and immediately people are like, "Yes, it's back." Yes, and and it's going to be. Um, judging from what I've seen, I mean, we're going to have we're going to have a bit of a you know a conundrum uh, because. Uh, we're only allow we're only allowing seventy two players in that field, so yeah. it's a limited field event. Um, it is an elite field tournament, so I'm not discouraging somebody who's a fifteen or twenty handicap from signing up. No, but realistically, generally, it's better players. It's a better sure. player tournament, yeah. um, and uh, and we want to make it highly competitive. No flights, no divisions, no handicaps, indexes. It's just straight play. 
straight up. You 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 go, you play uh Smuggler's Glen, um, you know, back where it all began. Yep. And um, you know, the Again, shootout good, that good, we're, we're... Good, good support as well, obviously, Cobra Puma Golf. Yeah, yeah, we've got great support there. Um, as well as some secondary sponsors, which we will be announcing shortly as well, that we're, you know, a couple of yep. local sponsors um to kind of step in. And we're excited about that because you know all all the sponsorship helps because it helps mm-hmm. us provide you know again well, a really it also, cool yeah, but experience. It also, but it also helps to make the event affordable as well. We have many people that obviously when they look at what they get mm-hmm. uh, for the entry fee, which is you know two fifty plus taxes and and processing fee, uh, people looking at it going, man, I'm getting like you know five hundred dollars of value for that. But you know that happens because of our efforts to do things, bring sponsors in all the different things to Uh make it achievable that way. Uh, I should say it was interesting to see like messages right away. Like, you know, Noah Steele, who's, you know, a winner obviously on the, on the Canadian tour saying, Hey, I'm glad to see this is back. Um, Curtis Barkley, who, uh, you know, won the event in 2015, who's currently competing at the uh, G4D, the open uh, over in Woburn, England this week. He, he took the time to say, Hey, save a spot for me uh, on on Instagram or whatever. And obviously, you know, things like being a past champion will help your chances as far as getting in the field for sure. And uh, Joe Matthews reached out to me too. Joe is a member at the, at, at smugglers, smugglers yeah and Another past uh, he's a past champion as well yeah um, i did see him last week he stopped me on the range and said hey uh is there any accommodation for past champions i'm like talk to the tournament director he did right. reach out to me i'm like yeah um, the accommodation is that there's probably a pretty good chance you're going to get in yeah exactly so, exactly, so. Um, no we're excited about that uh to have yeah. that event back uh you were mentioning the shootout just before. Well, I, I think in the past, what we always did is on the Saturday night, we always did what we called the shootout. And it was basically like a play down uh, tournament style, um, you know, one versus eight, two versus seven, uh, you know, three balls closest to the pin kind of thing. Um, and uh, for one one prize. And it was always yeah. on the Saturday night. It was always the, the leader the tenth, of the tournament. Tenth, tenth tee. Yeah. Ten, off the tenth tee. So it was the leader of the tournament. Plus the, uh, the next top, three players. Uh, um, yeah, the next three players, and then the closest to the pins, the pins. Uh, yeah. throughout that day, and to make up our our field for the shootout, and then we just get up there and start banging balls, and closest to yep. the pin moves on to the next round, kind of thing, and so it, it adds a little element of fun uh, on the Saturday night once the yep. uh, once everybody's finished and had their meal, then they kind of go back out to the tenth tee, and uh, everybody walks and... up there and hovers around and cheers them on so just a little fun thing that we do um but uh, yeah we're looking forward to having that back as well yeah so if people want to if if people want to apply flagstickshootout.com is where they go uh, and then you can put in your application there and then uh, we're hoping to get people in by may 22nd so the day after the open is over is when we're going to cut off the registration for the shootout so we can select the field so so at this point, there there isn't an urgency. I'll call. I'll, I'll say to get your name to get registered and and uh, now. But you know, there something be. else could come between now and then. We could announce some players uh, prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could say, oh, you know what? We're going to pick ten people off the existing list yeah. and uh, put them and, and uh, give them invitations to the field. So. You might want to get your registration in sooner rather than later. Don't yep. wait until the very last minute to get it yep. in. Uh, show yep. us show us you want to be there. Uh, get your re- registration in now. 
Um, And uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Should be fun. All right. Fun, fun, fun. Here we go. Okay. Speaking of fun, (laughs) speaking of fun, um, Scott McLeod has come up with this little game. (laughs) I've, I've played this before on various shows and things like that or different variations of it, but um, we'll make it a golf themed variation of it. This or that. You got it. Seven questions. Yeah. You have to choose one or the other. Okay. I mean, that's the thing. You have a choice. One or the other. You can't kind of sit on the fence or whatever. You have to say you prefer the one or the other. And uh, we go from there. And then who knows? There might be some discussion related to some of these things. So why don't I ask you? Okay. And and then I'll follow up and tell you mine. And then we can have a chat about them if it's appropriate or we just move on to the next question. And for the people that are listening or watching, you know what? Think about it for yourself. What would you choose? Drop some Mm -hmm. comments below on the YouTube channel or, you know, anything. Hit us up on social media and say, hey, I'd I'd prefer this over that or that's dumb. Whatever you like. These are just things that are kind of taken up. That's dumb. Last minute, uh, you know, just came up with these things. So um, whether they're good or bad, we'll we'll find out. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bring it. All right. Playing a quick four-hole loop or a bucket on the range oh, that's, an that. easy, that's an easy one for me that's okay. an easy one for me it's definitely playing a quick four-hole loop because i mm. do it all the time yeah. um across the street uh with uh with my son brandon we do it all the time after supper we go over and we play one two three nine on the nine hole course or we play one two three seven whatever holes are open at the time we just yeah. bang out a quick four-hole loop i would rather do that all day long than go to the driving range uh, I, I'm with you on that. I'm actually quite jealous. Uh, Sean Joyce, who used to be a pro in the Ottawa region. Yes. He is at Mill River and Eagles Glen down in PEI. He's director of golf for both those facilities. And at Mill River, they have a three-hole loop, which, uh, you know, at, that's just the ultimate to be able to just go out there and play those three holes over and over again. So uh, I'm with you on that one. You know, I like to hit balls at the start of the year, but, you know, give me give me a chance to play four holes in the same time, and I'm there for that. Yeah. So. Um, all right number two you gotta choose a super hard golf course from 7500 yards or an easy test but you have to play it from 5400 yards well this one depends uh but ah! I, have, I, I have done i have done the first scenario a number of times oh sure where, particularly with you when we're on road trips where we will take a um an iconic golf course mm, and play all of it such as kiowa island Yep. and and we will jam it back um yeah. done it at pinehurst like like yeah d- done it a number of times where we'll, we'll take an iconic venue and sure. uh and play but it as far had, back as possible you, and beat the but living if you crap had a out choice if i had a choice, had a choice i i think gosh that's a tough one um that's good that's what it's supposed to be i think i do i think i do it from the hard Really, I think, I'd, I think I'd play. I think I'd play okay. it all the way back. It was a super hard golf course. I'd play it all the way back and just see how good I could do. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, on a daily basis for me, you know what? I want to have fun. Uh, give me. Well, he doesn't one. say daily basis. It just give me, says, hey, choose... hey, 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 just, just ah, one or the other. One or the other. You well, made your if choice. It's every yeah. day I'm doing it. I'm not no, going to play I'm it from saying, all the way back. I'm but... just saying, for me, if I if I was given that choice, yeah, I would I would just play from the front, try to make as many birdies as possible, enjoy that. If that's my choice, one or the other, 
um, you know, beating myself up from the back tees. Yeah, I've done that lots. So yeah, you hit it 300. I don't think you're beating yourself up all that much. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Number three, aerated greens and the rest of the course is mint, but a golf course with very little grass, but perfect greens. This or that. Oh, I want perfect greens. Hmm. I'll play off the dirt. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't I care. I, I mean, so with you off the tee, you can put it on a tee, and in the fairway, yeah. I'm sure you can roll it around enough places to find some decent grass. That said, if I'm if you're hitting it, the ball's going to roll like a son of a gun in the the dirt fairways, and uh, you're going to be hitting short irons anyway. And I'd rather have the tight lies and the short irons anyway, so I can spin the crap out of it on those perfect greens. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I'm with you on that one. I mean, if I've got, uh, you know, you're going to play most of your shots with a putter in your hand Mm -hmm. or a lot of your shots. Um, So, yeah, perfect greens every time for me. Yeah. All right. This or that. Watch a junior golf tournament or a minor league mini tour event. That would be a professional event. Hmm. And by mini tour, we're talking like just like oh, a minor league tour in Florida or, uh, you know, just. So we're not know. talking like, like, like corn it's not even, not, not No, not even Canadian okay. tour. We're, we're talking, we're talking local regionalized. We're talking moonlight tour kind of. Yeah, or yeah, even, yeah. Even exactly. like the East, the, the yeah, uh, ECPT or yeah, okay. whatever the case may be. The old days. Uh, what was the, the, what was the Lynx tour? What was the, what was the one that was the end? Eastern Ontario. East, East, Eastern Lynx. Eastern yeah, Lynx tour. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to go mini tour on this one. I, I, mm. I mean, I, I'm all for junior golf, but I'm probably not going to go out and watch. Um, no, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> Did I, I say they're going to be easy? <laughs> I don't know. Combination of both. <laughs> oh no! I told you, no fence in it. Okay, I'm going to take the mini tour. I'm gonna take the mini okay. tour. I think All I right. think I I think if I'm gonna go watch somebody play golf, I'm gonna watch some up and coming professionals that I may see on the PGA tour at some time in the near future than to watch junior golfers that have a little ways to go. I'll watch the junior golfers when they get to the the minor league tours. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna go junior tour. I, I just like see the up and coming developing players, the smiles on the faces, the you know the potential for the future um you know i mean obviously that that exists a little bit with the other minor league mini tour stuff but you know uh, my experience in seeing kind of both those ends of the events sometimes those minor league tour events those those guys are not having or girls are not having that much fun uh, a lot of the times you know there's t- there's tend tends to be you know cases of that here and there but you know this or that i'll take the junior golf tournament all, all right, right number five play around a round of golf with no woods or no putter Oh, I'll play with no woods. Right. I mean, I've done it. I've done the one club challenge stuff before and, and whatnot, yeah. but I could definitely play. You know, if I had my druthers, whether I would want to play with no putter or no woods. Um, well, that's the question. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think I'd, I think I'd sooner play with no woods. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, don't know where that question came I from. I don't know but... why I would rather play with no woods. I'd really ra- not rather play with neither, but Just I, I, yeah, no woods. All right, I'll, go with, no I'll go with you on that one. All right, uh, two more left. This or that. Play an 18 hole round and spend a day with a PGA Tour player or a pro athlete from another sport. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Play or with with a pro athlete from another sport. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going to. Uh, I, I I'm, feel number one from a standpoint of playing with a PGA Tour player, I would feel like I'm being judged all day long. <laughs> like I really would. Like I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm a decent golfer, or I'd feel yeah. like I have to 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 do Chat something golf. spectacular to make myself look good at golf playing with a professional mm. golfer. Whereas, interesting, I'd rather play around a round of golf with like Connor McDavid, like yeah, or Wayne Gretzky, even though he's a bit of a golfer, but he's not that good. Um, no, I've seen that golf swing live. It's yeah. like a rest, it's so, like a rusty gate. Yeah, I think definitely a, a, a pro athlete from another sport would be more fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you with that. Uh, I've done both. No offense to PGA Tour players, but you know, get to see them all the time. Um, yeah. So not as exciting. Whereas you know, pro athletes and having an opportunity to to uh, play with them, uh, play with some hockey players, play with some tennis players, play with some baseball players. Always interesting to get to know them. Also to get to know what's their golf origin story and why they got connected to the game of golf as it is, which, you know, tends to be a little bit more obvious with mm-hmm. the, the PGA tour player or an LPGA tour player, for example. All right. Last one here for this or that for the rest of your golf career, have at least two drives out of bounds per round or you three putt four greens every round. So basically the question is, which would frustrate you more, really? Hitting a couple out of bounds every round or having, you know, four three-putt greens? They pretty much amount to the same strokes. It's basically a decision of, you know, which, which frustrates you more. I'll take the three-putts. Okay. All right. I, I, no, I, I honestly, I, I cannot stand hitting balls out of bounds. I, I need to be in, if I'm in play and at least on the other holes that I'm not three putting, I feel like I can probably make a birdie if I'm playing from the middle of the fairway. Yeah. Um, so they may amount to the same score on that particular hole, but I, I yeah, I don't want to okay. hit the ball out of bounds. No, I'll yeah. take the three putts. I'm the same with you. I just, I find that more frustrating. Obviously, both scenarios can happen a fair bit. Um, once you get out of a certain range on putting, obviously the percentage of the chances of three putting does go up for sure. Um, but I would definitely for sure find the, uh, find the out of bounds stuff a little bit more frustrating. So All right. especially if it's for the rest of our golf. Exactly. Career. In the rest of my right. career. Yeah. I can't deal with, I can't deal with that bounce golf. All there right. You go. Awesome. Like this and that. Yeah. We got to do that. We got to do that again. We'll we will do that again. I like we that. Will. That was fun. Um, but that said, front nine is over. Yep. This and that completes it. And we got to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to play the interview that Scott did with Lawrence Applebaum, the, uh, CEO of, uh, golf Canada. So, uh, stick with us. You're listening to the flagstick podcast with Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. We will be right back. That's far. So much forgiveness. Wait, did you say forgiveness like far or forgiveness like forgiveness? Forgiveness. For. Forgiveness. Far. Forgiveness. I'm hearing far. Forgiveness. Like forgiveness. Forgiveness? Forgiveness. I'm still hearing far, but whatever. Introducing Stealth 2 with more carbon for more forgiveness. Forgiveness. Just hit it. Yes, we are back here on the Flagstick Podcast. Um, and uh, jumping into our back nine, which is presented this week again by Greensmere Golf and Country Club. Save 40% on all daily green fee rates with FlexPass, which also includes six-day advanced booking for only $425 plus tax. 
visit greensmere.com for more info. Um, okay, Scott, um, you had the opportunity to sit down with, uh, with uh, Golf Canada CEO, uh, Lawrence Applebaum, uh, and uh, to talk about the upcoming RBC uh, Canadian Open. So uh, you want to set the interview up and then we'll do this. Yeah, we, uh, we sat down at uh, Oakdale, which was the host site for this uh, RBC Canadian Open this year and 2026. This is during the RBC uh, Canadian Open Media Day and discussed basically, you know, what they're looking forward to as far as this event, uh, anticipation for it, things that are involved with it, how they're planning to improve on it or make it better. Because obviously 2022 was historic as far as how everything played out, um, you know, returning back after, uh, you know, being non-existent during the pandemic um but yeah this is a a great interview with uh with lawrence good insight here um known lawrence a long time he actually mentions uh his first day on the job as the ceo and uh we might have played golf that day so (laughs) um, yeah i think people enjoy the interview and uh just to hear what he's got to say about the upcoming rbc canadian open all right here we go scott mcleod with uh golf canada ceo lawrence applebaum all right, so we're here at Oakdale at the uh, RBC Canadian Open Media Day with Lawrence Applebaum. Uh, Lawrence, first off, uh, always exciting to have these media days and see a lot of people come out. Um, you know, what are your first thoughts as far as, you know, Oakdale? And, and uh, we're four years in, I guess, from the first site visit. So what's your expectations and excitement level as far as having the uh, RBC Canadian Open here? Well, for, first, I always have to talk about the excitement of media day because the first media day that I ever participated in with, I got to play with you. (laughs) That's right. I remember this very well. I'm like, if I don't hit this first ball down the middle, it will stay with me forever. So that's like one of my favorite memories of all time. You were pretty successful, so that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then a couple chips and chunks later and uh, not so good. But um, RBC Canadian Open 2023 media day, um, it was amazing to launch and introduce this golf course to so many people who had never played it before this new golf course that's going to be 100 years in 2026 and what stood out for me was um just over a month heading into the championship uh the course has got some real teeth to it it's really growing in in a really nice way and i think it's going to be a great test of golf for the pga tour There was such a great level of success last year at at St. George's. You know, it it was just a tremendous return for the RBC Canadian Open. It's hard to surpass that, but apparently, based on everything we're seeing so far from a metrics and and so forth, uh, we are. You know, it's it's going to be. What's your thoughts as far as building on that success from last year? Well, I think we found a recipe that has worked for our sports fan and fans in general. Um, we bring world caliber championship golf to our, to our country. We mix in some amazing food, some amazing drinks. Uh, RBCX and, and our friends at RBC bring in this incredible concert series. So uh, Black Eyed Peas on Friday night, Alanis Morissette on Saturday night, and it's kind of the start of summer. I mean, for us, it's really been a big celebration. And I think that, um, I think about it, uh, put, we put ourselves, our whole team does an amazing job thinking about what the fan wants. The golf fan, the sports fan, the entertainment fan, and make it really attractive. And, and we're very lucky. In 2022, we had um, an outstanding and outstanding championships. And 
we're 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 po- we're uh, on on the on the right path to exceeding that uh, substantially for 2023. Yeah, and I think uh, you know you mentioned it there. It's not about the hardcore golf fan. I mean, before if we look at it years ago, the people that would come out to the RBC Canadian Open were just diehard golfers. The people that wanted to see the best players in the world tee it up. Now it's a cross section of Canada that is showing up that is being welcomed and you know part of that is there's a difference in the demographic of who's playing the game but it's part of it's part of it is who you're embracing through the different things that you're providing as well obviously you guys were thinking about that strategy years ago how has that evolved how you know what are your thoughts on that and and how successful that's been I, i think it's such a great question scott because i look back at the tapes uh, sometimes they'll be running an RBC Canadian Open from 2015 or 2016, and I look at the crowd, and it, and it tends to be uh, pretty uniform. Yeah. And all of a sudden, things started to change. Golf started to get on a, on a growth path. And then in 2019, we were in Hamilton Golf Club, and we're hosting Florida Georgia Line. And I see the I see not only Titleist hats, but I see cowboy hats out there. <laughs> and then we had this concert, and you start to feel this change. And then last year we have, you know, Flow Rider, Maroon Five, and it's introducing people to golf, and and also an incredible number of people that that we know who play golf has have never seen professional golf, and I think it's a spectacle that people uh, don't get a chance to see this uh, flowing five miles of front row seats around a golf course and when we bring people to live events i would say almost any sport event it's true for but in particular with golf and we see what kind of athletes they are when we see what it looks like for cord connors to hit a golf ball or on the or on the women's side to see brooke henderson hit a golf ball um it makes people fans and so a bit of that excitement younger people more women a more diverse community more the face of canada uh is becoming the face of golf and we're seeing some expansions as well when you look at you know corporate partners who are trying to be involved. You, you know, you've got 25 partners that are coming to the table here uh, at Oakdale. You know, we're seeing expanded hospitality. Your 1904 club. We're seeing the grandstands, which are really neat, and you can say the story of that itself as far as what you guys are doing around 18 and and the facilities that you have there. Um, it really is taking on a festival atmosphere. Um, how is that sort of corporate relationship and the engagement with the community and the corporate community and being involved with Golf Canada? How does that, you know, kind of feel for you guys? Yeah, I think that um, when people people were on site for the first time, and I, I think that 40 days out or what, however many days we have right now, uh, we're all surprised at how built up it looks. And, and you realize that it's been building since November, actually, is when they put the, put, first, put the first footprint down. But... Um, these grandstands that we talk about in 18, um, uh, on one side, we have the first double-decker grandstand that uh, has ever happened in a golf event and, and almost any other sports event in Canada on an outdoor basis. So it looks immense. It's, um, it will be, it's, it's sold out and looks incredible. But I think one thing that's uh, really important for the golf fan is that there's just lots going on. Mm-hmm. There's something to see or do pretty much in every area of the golf course, whether that's the fairway, um, which is the food fair, F-A-R-E, yeah. which is has all these great options for food and drink, uh, the Sirius uh, uh, XM satellite uh, soundstage, which we've got some concerts going all week, 
but we try and also have things for for kids you know we've got a first tee execution which is kids getting to try golf for the first time and our program that helps uh bring more kids and more people into golf so it, it's it's so much like let's make it fun for people let's make them enjoy the game um it's uh it's an amazing sport once you get people uh, experiencing and being part of inside of the game. Let's talk a little bit about this club itself. Um, obviously, it's iconic in Canada from you know from a golf sense of it, but there's a lot more to it. This is a really family-based club right in the heart of Toronto. And when we say the heart, I mean it is the heart. And, you know, but why is it special to have it here, especially, you know, 2023 and 2026? And the fact that the club was the one that came forward and said, hey, we're the ones that want to be involved. Um, what's that make you guys feel like that a club like this wants to host RBC Canadian Open? Well, I think it's a nice story that um, we had a staff member who worked here as an assistant pro, a guy by the name of Ryan Logan, who you, who you know. And Ryan was assistant pro here at Oakdale. And in 20, at the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, he, he had a conversation with uh, two, two members, uh, one who was on their board of directors and said, Oakdale's very interested in talking about uh, an RBC Canadian Open in the future. And I, I knew it, but not many people uh, within our group knew it very well. So we started exploring it together saw the golf course, re-saw the whole footprint that they have. It's, it's one of the most impressive um, facilities in totality. You know, 27 holes and a great driving range, a great clubhouse. And as you said, the specialness of this is one of the rare clubs in, in, in Canada and North America, I would say, that is a family-based membership. So you don't just come as a single, uh, you don't just come as a, 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 you know, a male member, a female member, you come as a family member. And there's a tremendous sense of, of family, of community, of culture, and um, it is in a really um, interesting area in terms of, uh, it's got great transportation, uh, it will be very accessible to a lot of people, but it's also a club that has welcomed the community surrounding it into being part of, of Oakdale. And so that's really been important for us is that there's a give to the community, that there's a, a legacy, and that was very important to the Oakdale membership is what's the legacy of this golf tournament? We'll be here in 2023, and as I've said, we'll be back in 2026, and we want to have some meaningful uh, impact to the community that will 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 be long lasting. That's great to see. Um, there was a, a few announcements today as far as players in the field. Uh, obviously, you know some strong names there. Obviously, we have the team RBC guys. Um, you know your Rory McIlroy's, but you know Matt Fitzpatrick who also called in today. Um, Shane Lowry, just you know Tommy Fleetwood. How are you? Ex how excited are you about seeing those players here? Yeah, it's in each of them have a, a great story. Uh, last time I saw Tommy Fleetwood was when we used to have the event um, after the British Open, and Tommy uh, flew back on the same plane as me with his three kids in his arms on an overnight flight. Um, and I'm like, how's this guy going to function the next day? He has three kids, and I'm just trying to catch up on sleep. Uh, Shane Lowry has been a, a big part stalwart of the RBC Canadian Open. He's such a tremendous talent, and he's so connected, really approachable guy, and very connected with the with the Irish community, and, and people seem to really love Shane. And then Matthew Fitzpatrick, who um, obviously that week he mentioned it in the, the presser today, is you know, he tied for 10th, a quiet tied for 10th, I would say, but then followed up with a U.S. Open win, 
wins the RBC Heritage, and now he's going to be back on, on Canadian soil. And I think he's one of the players that really won in this Netflix full swing. Yeah, for sure. I think people got to know Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You know, it was well documented. He He's tracked every single shot he's made since, I think he was 12 or something like that. Yeah. When he played last year, I was on the first tee, welcoming a few people up and, and hosting a few people. And he walked up, walked behind the scorer's table, did a did a routine with his scorecard. And he said, are you, are you part of the tournament? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Golf Canada. He says, can I can I give you some advice? I said absolutely. He says, can you get better pencils for next year? <laughs> I said we're going to have better pencils next year. So Matthew, if you're listening, we're going to have world class pencils. I mean, you get feedback from players. That's not the usual feedback you would expect. What's the feedback from like you know what we have seen? Obviously, last year was tremendous. What did you hear from the players last year after the event was over? Well, I, th I think it's really interesting to to um, consider the source, and I think that Rory put a capper on the whole week by saying that this was, you know, a legitimate world-class golf course. Obviously, he played super well and won, and so he was he was feeling really good about everything. But the, the general sentiment was, it was uh, an amazing track. Uh, we 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 played on on world-class properties. They felt that about Hamilton. They felt it about St. George's. Um, I got some very nice compliments about Islington Golf Club as a practice facility. Very nice compliments. Um, but I will go back to the very famous comment uh, of the pro who will not be named, who said, St. George's is such a good golf course. You guys should play the U.S. Open here. <laughs> now, that, that was attributed to a long, long time ago, but it was, still makes me laugh, that comment. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful one. Well, we really appreciate it. You know, we're looking forward to the, uh, the tournament here in, in uh, 40 days now. We'll be less than when this published when this gets published, and uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on today. Now, always great to see you, Scotty. Thanks so much for being with us. Well, as always, great interview. Um, yeah, there's some some great insight there. I you know I always get excited about uh, about uh, the the RBC Canadian Open when it goes to some of these venues like Oakdale. Uh, when it goes to uh, Hamilton Country Club and uh, and when it when it was at uh, I think Shaughnessy, mm -hmm. um, yep. like I I, li I like it when it when it's at Royal Montreal. Like I like it when it goes to these venues. I'm not saying don't want to say Glen Abbey is not a good golf course, but I like it when it moves around to some of these more historic. Um, old school type golf courses. Well, that's uh, pretty much what we're going to see now, anyways. I mean, which is exciting. I mean, that's exciting for the players to have it go to those golf courses because it brings in, like, especially when you watch a, a, a an RBC Canadian Open when it's at when it was at Hamilton uh, Country Club in Ancaster. I mean, that golf course is just extraordinary and can be made really, really hard yeah. if they want it to be. And and even better now as far as the uh, you know the redesign. I mean, the, the players are the players. They're always going to. I mean, Rory shot sixty there last time, so um, they're always going to have you know some great rounds. But you know, it's just a quality test of golf, which will tend to separate the players a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's a good interview, Scott. Thank you, sir. I'm sure people will. Uh, Thanks to Lawrence for that one. And, Enjoy uh, that. Yes, thank you, Lawrence. Yeah, for that. we've got uh, got a few more interviews lined up for future shows. So now I will say that we we will have uh, coming up probably in the next show, maybe maybe the next show or the show after that. 
our our good friend Kevin Hain mm-hmm. is uh is returning to the lesson tea with son Jake. And uh, we're going to have some lesson T instruction from Kevin on this podcast again. We're not going to do it every week. Uh, we're going to do it, you know, a couple here, a couple there, sprinkle them in, um, you know, rather than ask Kevin to shoot 52 different uh, instruction <laughs> videos on top of his tip Tuesdays, on top of doing his radio show, on top of teaching uh, yeah. 100 lessons a day. Um, we thought maybe we cut him some slack and just have him do maybe a dozen or so tips for us. And we figured maybe, well, between the two of us, we can probably talk about some other stuff instead once in a while. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe do the odd interview with a guy like Lawrence Applebaum. So, oh, 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 oh. Okay. So, um, a shameless plug, eight, this or that. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Here we go. Shameless Uh plug, eight, this or that. Is this for me to answer, or are you going to answer it yourself? No, I, I, you can, you can try to answer this. Okay, so here it goes. All right. Where's my notes? Okay, so would you rather? Oh boy. Would you rather score eighteen pars in eighteen holes, or or nine birdies and nine bogeys? Ooh. Ooh. Huh. I think I think I'd go 18 pars because it's a rare feat. And I think if I'd played 18 holes and made nine birdies but made nine bogeys, I'd be I'd be thinking about the nine bogeys too much and not focusing on the nine birdies. I'd be like, oh man, if I just hadn't made those, I could have been really, really low. So uh, I think I'd take the eight, 18 pars, believe it or not. I'll, I'll go Nick Faldo on it. Okay, so let's let's do the math on this. 18 pars is even par, right? Yeah, you know what it, I know what it results in. Nine <laughs> I, birdies and nine I, bogeys. I, I, I get it, but it's is, how you do is, it. Is also... Are you, are you actually writing this down? Okay, no, no, listen, I did. Come on, make it even. Okay, so I I respectfully decline, d- disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I believe if I were if I were playing in the fall uh, flagstick two ball at the Brockville Country uh, Club, well, you didn't give eighteen me the pars, eighteen yeah. pars would be eighteen yeah. points. Nine right. birdies and nine yeah, bogeys yeah, yeah. would be twenty-seven points. So I will take the nine you birdies. You said it was Stableford. This is the spring open for the flagstick.com PGA of Ottawa tour. I, I would yeah. so if that's the case <laughs> on June fifth when I play the marshes, you'll take the nine bogeys. And the... <laughs> I'll take the nine bogeys and the nine birdies. Sorry, yeah. I just thought I'd throw that in, but actually, <laughs> the flip side of that is it is an interesting this or that. Would you rather yeah. shoot even par to, uh, by making all pars, or would would yeah. you rather? I personally, I'll take the nine birdies. Because I don't care about some feat that a hundred thousand other people are going to accomplish. If I make nine birdies, that's nine birdies. Yeah, that's but, nine birdies, man. Yeah, nine bogeys from, I can deal with. But if I make nine yeah. birdies and nine bogeys for an even par round, I'll take that over eighteen pars all day long. Yeah, I've never all made all day long. eighteen pars in a round. That'd be so boring as hell. Like, I'm sorry, maybe. that would just be uh, maybe. maybe. Would you maybe make par? Would you make? Maybe the great, maybe the great eighteen up and downs. Maybe you missed every green. Maybe it's a spectacular. That'd be more frustrating if I missed every green and had eighteen pars. But but a good question. So you know what? If you're watching this on YouTube, 
leave a leave a comment yeah we, please we'd leave love to hear what you say or you know if you're you're watching or message us else, text us email us whatever you want to do tweet at us whatever it'd be interesting to hear what people choose in fact you know what i might put that up as a twitter poll next week how's that twitter poll i like it all right sounds good all right the this or that twitter poll um scotty Mac, how are the uh how are the at flag the uh at the ask flagstick uh questions I, i've it's pretty bad. good eh? like I've, yeah. I've um i've been watching you talk from your car a lot lately <laughs> i was only once i only did one i'm only hoping that the car is not moving no 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 <laughs> i was sitting i was sitting in the mallory town en route and i did the last one so be like a bad rick mercer uh skit there where you're tilting yeah. sideways and well the the challenge to do that you should walk with the selfie stick and oh no and no no tilt it the, sideways. The, the challenging part for them in some cases is that obviously you know they're not the most i get to pick out of the questions you know so we try to stay away from super super complex ones because really you're trying to do it in under a minute Right, exactly. You know, and obviously it's got to fit into the social media channels and stuff like that. But appreciate everyone sending them in for sure. And uh yeah, the uh the uptake has been pretty good. So kind of once a week. Um, you know, if I get fired up and get some extra inspiration, maybe do more than that, but at least once a week we'll have an ask uh flag stick up on any of our social media channels. Cool. Um, not sure what's gonna happen next week with the podcast if we're gonna be able to slip it in before the uh things start going crazy with the yeah. flag stick open. Uh, there's a possibility we could do a quick little preview show um uh for the flag stick open because by that time we will have the draw probably mm -hmm. somewhat finalized and the participants yeah. probably somewhat finalized so maybe we'll do a quick show it just depends a compact a compact yeah version. it'll be a small yeah. one there won't be any interviews or anything so maybe next week's not the best time to be well actually maybe next week is the best time to launch kevin's tips because <laughs> more of kevin less of us so there you go fill it in and then, he'll like uh, it he'll like me to hear that like yeah we'll more of kevin less of us <laughs> we'll try to record uh maybe some interviews with some of the winners and stuff like that something we can show on the the week the following after yeah as well so, where we'll yeah. be able to announce which uh wonderful victor of the flagstick open is being granted an exemption into the flagstick shootout mm -hmm. yeah amongst other exemptions we may decide to give based on flagstick open results so haha -ha, exactly leaving it at oh, that okay hint 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 get your exactly. application in Great. Yeah, please do. Go to flagstickshootout.com. Get your uh, your application, your entry in so that you're considered to be selected as one of the 72 players uh, in that field. Um, it's going to come quick. All right. That's it for us. Uh, thanks to all our sponsors, Metcalf Golf Club, Greensmere Golf and Country Club, and our presenting sponsor, TaylorMade. With Stealth, they have pushed past the limits of titanium, introduced the world to the carbon wood age. So how far are they willing to take it? way past far and into forgiveness introducing the all-new stealth 2 plus combining the elements of speed and forgiveness to unlock that forgiveness visit tailormadegolf.ca to learn more i know you're loving this show i know you're loving listening to it and watching it when you can be sure to follow us across all the social media networks instagram twitter facebook and tiktok Subscribe on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us. Click that notification bell. Do not miss a single episode. Get your butt over to flagstick.com. Even more amazing golf tent content delivered there every single day. As always, we do appreciate you tuning in to us. Until next week, I am Jeff Botter. I'm Scott McLeod. Always remember, go for the stick.